0: Parents disagree about a lot of things. But here's something, um, one thing that I think we can all agree on. Breast pumps. We hate them, right? I mean, they're loud, they hurt, they're a pain in the ass to clean with all their little fiddly parts. There's there's something like um, 10 parts that you have to clean in your average electric breast pump. It's been a while, uh, over three years since I used a breast pump and as I was preparing for the show, I realized I needed to actually remind myself of what the parts actually are. So I'm going to walk you through it. First you've got your bottles right on the bottom where the milk gets collected. Then um, there are these two really delicate rubbery parts, which um, if there's the tiniest little tear in either of these parts the whole pump will not work. So they're very important. Um, so these delicate parts are the valves, which um, open and shut as the pump is working. And then there are these little like filmy, circley things the size of a dime um, that, that fit into the valve. Those are called membranes usually. Okay, so then you take the valve piece with, with the membrane pushed into it, and you put that into this thing called the connector piece. The connector piece screws into the bottle. You following me here? Okay, so the connectors in the bottle with the valve and the membrane, and then on the top of the connector piece, so on top of the, the whole thing, um, is the most visible piece of the breast pump. So if you've ever seen a breast pump, um, this is the cone-shaped thing, you know, the part that actually attaches to the breast. Um, so when you're when you're pumping, your nipple actually gets pulled through this cone-shaped thing, um, and that can hurt like hell because your breast is being contorted into a shape that it just never is in. Um, even when you're breastfeeding, it is not in this shape, you know, think uh, 1980s Madonna. That That's the kind of cone shape we're talking about. Um, so So the breast gets sucked into this piece, and the piece is called the flange flange. Okay, remember that. You are going to be hearing a lot about flanges today. Anyway, breast pumps, let's all agree, no fun. Today, we're going to hear from a woman who was driven so crazy by her pump that she decided to do something about it. She enlisted 150 people, engineers, designers, scientists, doctors, lactation consultants, to make the pump better. You might have heard about this. Um, I'm talking about the Breast Pump Hackathon at MIT's Media Lab. So basically, 150 nerds got together, broke up into teams, and had a competition to improve the breast pump. This all happened about a week and a half ago. Um, I sent someone to go check it out. So you're going to hear that. We've also got talking pumps and fake boobs. Here we go. This is the longest, shortest time from WMYC. I'm Hillary Frank. Now, before we get to the breast pump hacking, there's someone you need to meet.
1: Alexandra Metrol. I'm an artist and educator. The kind
0: of art Alexandra makes um, is actually a lot like science. She runs experiments, she collects data. So just to give you an idea of what her stuff is like, she had this one photo exhibit um, where she took pictures of fungus in Petri dishes and hung them next to pictures of dress up materials like pink fur. She's um, taken pictures of scrapings from her own belly button under high powered microscopes. She did this other project where she photographed the insides and outsides of ballet costumes. Then she made a database of all of the sweat patterns. Alexandra was making all of this stuff about 10 years ago. That's when she gave birth to her first child.
1: She was brought upstairs to NICU because she had a very high fever and I was um, discharged. And so I was somebody who um, had to visit her, had to um, bring her the breast or bring her breast milk. And so they introduced the pump to me um you know it was 1960s plastic blue (laughs) turquoise color um wheeled in on looked looked like an iv stand and um it caused immediate pain and i had a baby who didn't have a good latch and so i had the 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 bleeding cracked nipples from somebody who was um trying to nurse a, a newborn baby and i had um the, uh, something that would cause so much suction that I have to have a big red circle around those bleeding nipples. So it sounds like a torture device, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and all the while staring at these um, see through flanges, hoping that something would come out and counting each little drop.
0: When Alexandra says counting each little drop, she means that literally. Remember, she's kind of data obsessed. Her husband is two, he's an engineer. The two of them had gotten a little crazed um, from the constant pumping and washing of pump parts and running the milk over to the hospital, hoping to make it in time before the nurses gave the baby formula. So they decided to fight crazy with crazy. They they made a database. They logged every drip that Alexandra pumped, every drip that went into the baby, the pee and the poo that came out of the baby, the baby's mood after eating, um, Alexandra's mood when she pumped. For a while, the numbers made them feel better. You know, it gave them a sense of control over something that was completely out of their control. But eventually, the numbers just weren't enough. The pump was still hurting Alexandra a lot. So she started
1: tinkering. So we would try to um, close one section tighter than they had it. We would try to sort of glue them up. Um, I also tried putting... Well, these used to have these little silicone gel packs they would give you if you had cracked nipples and um, I remember trying to build those up to try to mimic how the the baby would sort of push its um, jaw into you. I tried heating the um the flanges to try to melt them into a, a more of a shape like that was my breast <laughs> was was it your idea or your husband's idea
0: to start hacking it?
1: Oh myself, yeah. Definitely. Well, I think it came from, um, from an art background saying, um, this is one shape. This is not that shape. And how do I mold it to try to, um, get a better suction and try to mimic what the baby would do. Years go
0: by. Alexandra has two more kids. She has to pump for them too. Um, and for a neighbor who has adopted a baby each time it feels like a torture device. Her little mini hacks, you know, they sort of work, but only temporarily. She starts talking to her art school friend, Catherine, about how much pumping sucks. And and together, they're like, we should totally do an art project about this. You know, they thought about maybe doing a video with hundreds of raving mad women storming into the woods and setting their pumps on fire. Or they thought maybe they'd build a giant pump, you know, something soft and flexible that you could climb inside and would make you feel good. Kind of like the ideal pump. And then they started talking to some friends at MIT and, and they were like, wait a minute, maybe we actually could make the ideal pump. That's where the hackathon came in.
1: Um, yeah, we called it make the breast pump not suck hackathon.
0: Hey, Sean. Hey, Hillary, how are you? This is my friend, Sean Cole. You might recognize his voice from the radio. He works for This American Life now, but he's been on pretty much every public radio show you can think of. Sean and I, we've known each other for a long time. We've worked together. We've drank lots of wine together. He even officiated my wedding.
2: I am standing outside the MIT Media Lab. What are you doing there? Uh, Well, I thought I'd go to the uh, Make the Breast Pump Not Suck hackathon.
0: Sean's being really nice there. He didn't just think he'd go to the breast pump hackathon. I talked him into going. I asked him to go there and record for me while I listened in from my office in New Jersey. So, so you're going to go in and you're going to see a bunch of
2: what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine there will be, I imagine there will be a lot of people, teams at tables uh, slaving over computers and little parts of. Things. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've ever actually seen a breast pump in the wild before.
0: You've never seen a breast um, pump in your
2: life. I. I mean, I think I've seen pictures. Like
0: you've never seen it, it in see? action.
2: Well, I've never seen it in action for sure. But I yeah. don't. I. Uh, I also don't think I've ever seen. Um, I also don't think I've ever seen one like just in person, sitting on a table.
0: So this um, right there, this is exactly why I asked Sean to go to the hackathon. He doesn't have kids. He's never seen a breast pump. I told Sean nothing about pumps before sending him in. I thought it would be, you know, funny. But also I thought if he knew nothing, he might see something there that I wouldn't. You know, like he'd be visiting this new exotic land. and, and, And for me, I'm kind of jaded about pumps. You know, those of us who have pumped, we have this intense relationship with our pumps some of us even hear them talking to us like you know when you hear a a repetitive sound and you can sort of you start like if you hear a bird and you start to think it's like saying something to you it's going
2: chicago chicago yeah exactly
0: so so people people um say things like um that it says this sucks (laughs) this sucks or why pump why pump (laughs) um we have a whole we have a whole like thread of this in in our facebook group for moms but then there's like the people who must feel like they're doing well who say it It says like victory victory
2: (laughs) but wait that's that's an extra syllable in victory well there's all different
0: pumps sean there's all different kinds of pumps (laughs) from different brands they all say different things We actually put out a call to our audience based on that thread from our Facebook group. Um, The group is called Longest Shortest Time Mamas. If you're not a member, you should join it. And we ask people um, to send in the sounds of what their pumps tell them. Here are some of our favorites.
1: Dry nipples, dry nipples, dry nipples.
3: Whack,
0: whack, whack. That was
2: my old medela, which we called the duck.
3: Garlic, 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 garlic. Achoo, at chew.
2: Bless you,
0: bless you, bless you. You have to work, you have to work, you have to work.
2: Black hole, black hole, black hole, black hole, black hole.
0: Turns out black hole is one that a lot of moms hear, but we're still not sure if it's all coming from the same pump. Okay, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, I send a childless man into a room jam-packed with breast pumps. Don't go away. Are you ever at a coffee shop or riding the subway and you see some other exhausted parent holding a baby? Do you want to just go up to them and, and, and talk to them, but you don't know what to say? We've got the perfect solution: Spark cards. They're these little cards that have quotes on them from our show. Some are funny, some are serious but they're all meant to help parents feel less alone. Spark cards are great for healthcare professionals too, um, or for slipping into baby gifts. Order a pack for free today at longestshortesttime.com. We're back. Picking up where we left off, Sean Cole is standing outside the Breast Pump Hackathon at MIT. I'm on the phone with him, about to send him in so so pumps i feel like have come a long way from the 70s and uh-huh. as awkward as they can be and as loud as they can be and as painful as yeah. they can be i just think you are being milked like this is a situation where right. you are a person being milked and you feel right. like you're a cow and yeah. how much better can we make that experience
2: you, so you you're skeptical that it can be improved
0: I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like
2: there are a hundred and fifty people inside, who are like who who would disagree with you. I think.
0: I hope I hope they can prove me wrong, but I just like, can you imagine this? Like you're sitting you're sitting there, and you're being milked. Like how do you mm-hmm. make that experience good?
2: So that's what you want to know. Yeah. Um, okay. Opening the door. <laughs> Here I go.
0: So Sean makes his way up, Um, and I'm sitting at my desk trying to picture the first thing he'd see.
2: Oh, I'm already seeing um, fake rubber boobs sitting all alone on a table. Oh. Well, there's there's two sort of Caucasian ones side by side, and then there's an African-American one turned upside down all alone. Hi, Hi. how are you? I'm Sean Cole with... With Longest Shortest Time. Sorry, I just oh, climbed the stairs. so I'm out Excellent. of breath. I'm actually on the phone with our host, uh, Hilary Frank, right now. Oh, good. So Hi. Can you tell me your name? Hi, Catherine Dignesio. This
0: is Alexandra's artist friend, Catherine, the one I was talking about before. And
2: uh, can you just sort of give me the, the lay of the land? Here a little bit?
3: Sure. So uh, we are on day two of the Make the Breast Pump Not Suck Hackathon. Uh-huh. And we are sort of coming into the final stretch, actually. So they've got four hours from now to finalize the prototype and tell the story.
2: So, So I'm seeing a lot of fake rubber breasts
3: yes those are um those are like breast pump swag
2: breast pump swag (laughs) yeah
3: exactly but (laughs) but actually they've been really helpful because people have been using them to model different things so when they're modeling new flanges for example or they're modeling softer materials that cup the breast they've been able to work with those
2: okay i'm gonna start looking at what they're doing okay thanks so much Catherine. thank you so hillary yes I have entered the room, the hacking room.
0: So at this point, um, Sean tells me he sees a bunch of teams working over round tables. I saw the pictures later, so, so I'm just going to describe to you what was there. Um, there's people at sewing machines. There's stuff just all over the tables, you know, all kinds of cables and computer chips and motors and pumps and fabric and fishing line and balloons and, and lots of fake boobs. On the wall, there are blown-up printouts of emails. These are suggestions that the hackathon organizers crowdsourced from moms, asking them how they wanted pumps to work better.
2: So, one person says, a pump flange that is shaped like a baby's mouth that mimics the technique that a baby uses to stimulate milk letdown. What is mm. milk letdown?
0: Milk letdown is... So, have you ever heard of, like, when women are out in public and suddenly their boobs start leaking.
2: Oh, yes, I have heard about that.
0: Yeah. So, you know, once you've kind of settled into your routine with your baby, most of the time you're kind of dry. But then Mm. if if you think about your baby Mm -hmm. or your baby comes close and, and is like ready to eat, it it stimulates milk letdown oh, and you can see, feel you can feel it happening you can actually oh, feel wow. it happening in your boobs
2: in both boobs
0: yeah but then some people have the problem of not being able to let down if they're too stressed
2: oh um, i see yeah oh i wow i didn't know that okay yeah so uh, so that's one here's another suggestion a pump that doesn't make any noise so the person in the office next door doesn't know i'm pumping uh, this person also wants a hands-free bra that doesn't require me to take my shirt off.
0: You know, so S- Sean, a lot of moms are pumping at work. That's not a situation I, I ever had. So it was it was unpleasant for me. But if you're at work, it's more than unpleasant. It's like it's embar- embarrassing. It, it's embarrassing. Yeah. And, and, th- and that whole like that whole like stressed out thing, I think people have a hard time letting down at work because it's not an environment I where see. it's easy to relax.
2: I see. That makes sense.
0: So then Sean makes his way around the room, uh, starts talking to the teams. And I've got to say, when I think hack, uh, I think swapping out parts and maybe like molding flanges, you know, like Alexandra did on her pump. And there was some of that. But, of course, um, this is MIT. And a lot of what they're doing is way more high tech. So Sean works his way around the room. He meets the Batman team. This is Team Batman. They have a utility belt sort of thing that goes under your clothes and it actually senses when you're letting down and automatically starts pumping away. So you know, you can pump without anybody noticing while you're doing your job or riding a bus. There's um, a team working on a luxurious pumping room for the workplace um, that would play soothing music and have soothing smells. There's this app that's supposed to track your milk production um, and then there's a team that's working on making a flange that's supposed to work just like a baby's tongue. And
3: uh, and then we also have uh, redesigned the pump and reservoir uh, mechanism modeled after the baby's esophagus and uh, stomach.
2: Well, so you're making an entire robotic baby, basically. Or kind the either. digestive well, yeah. system of one. <laughs> the
3: pumping version, yes. Right. So, this is so complicated. To, it's actually really simple, is the thing. So, like, I have a complicated pump. I pumped for over a year. Like, like it is involves flanges and tubes, and, like, you put this little part into here, there's a yellow part, and then there's a, a white little thing that if you forget, the whole thing doesn't work. And, like, all these working parts. Ours are four pieces. The tubes... Uh, which we've learned from our lactation consultant, if you refrigerate the tubes uh, right after using them, you can use the same tubes multiple times. And then we're we're hopefully going to create a disposable tube that you could maybe a dollar a week, something like that, to replace right. your tubes. And then you wouldn't have to worry about uh, the rest of the stuff. We're using hydrophobic. Um, what's the name of it, Marie? Uh, liquid glide technology. Liquid glide technology <laughs> on the inside of the tubes um, reduces adhesion of the liquid in the so tube. It
2: slips right through. That means
3: it slips right through. It's easy to clean and uh, and we're not losing any of that liquid gold. We want all of
2: liquid
0: gold. We want all the breast milk. Never heard enough. it described that way.
3: Classic. It's I promise you it's on that wall over there. Sean, that is like the biggest cliche of breastfeeding.
2: You know. It's descriptive. It's yeah. just it it, it it I mean it gives me a sense of the urgency of this and how precious the the matter is, you know. I think of it I guess as an inexhaustible resource, but of course that's not so.
0: Oh, that's not true.
2: Not true at all. Okay, I am going to see if I can interrupt this group.
0: So right about here, um, I started to realize something. You know, I had thought it would be funny sending Sean into this situation where he'd be forced to talk about lactating breasts and pumps, you know, these these things that are uncomfortable to talk about if you're not a woman or haven't had a baby. But he was actually learning things, and I hadn't counted on that.
2: Are you one of the teams working on uh, uh, making the breast pump not suck?
0: We're literally making the breast pump not suck.
2: Oh, you want to stop it from sucking? Yeah. So how how do you uh, propose to do that?
0: By using compression to mimic the more natural maternal hand expression.
2: Natural maternal hand expression, I see. So expressing milk with your hand as opposed to having the baby sucking on your boob.
0: Right, so... For thousands of years, mothers, when they are away from their baby, would use their own hands to express their milk. I see. Um So we're mimicking that action with our technology, and it's a pretty simple use of you know well-known technology like a blood pressure cuff to oh, okay. to compress the breast. Oh, Just, I see. Yeah.
2: All right. Thank you so so much. Thank you Thank all. You. Thanks. Okay, I'm gonna go around so I've talked to that team I've talked to that team, and uh there's a sort of a mannequin with uh, a bra on the table here, and the bra has safety pins through it, and the safety pins are holding on some yarn, and I have no idea what is going on here. I'm gonna ask
0: so turns out this mannequin with the S&M looking bra type thing um, is in the beginning stages of a prototype for something really cool. Okay. So so when you're a nursing mom, a lot of times you get these hard spots in your breasts. It feels like there are rocks inside of you and they are just super painful. And the way that you're supposed to get them out is to press on them with your fingers while you're nursing or pumping, which um, as you can imagine is just, horrible. It feels like pushing on a fresh bruise. You know, it it is not something that you want to do, but you have to do it. And this device that Sean's learning about right now is supposed to do that pressing for you.
2: So this is a, so correct me if I'm wrong, this is a a machine that massages your breasts. Is that basically what we're talking about?
0: It compresses, massages your breasts um, while you're doing any kind of Lactation
2: activity. Oh, while you're lactating. I okay. see. I see. Okay. So it's not just like sort of massaging them all the time as you're walking around making sandwiches or whatever.
0: These people that, that Sean's been talking to, they're the people designing the breast massager. They're, they're not building it. So they don't have the actual prototype. Sean really wants to see it. So he goes right, looking
2: Thanks for so it. Much. All right. Hillary, yeah. I am now going to go look for the building team. Hi. You don't happen to know where uh, the team that's building the the breast massaging machine is, would you? That was
0: an amazing thing to hear you say.
2: There, but oh, I over might there. Be wrong. What?
0: You don't happen to know where the <laughs> team who's building the breast massaging machine is? <laughs>
2: I think it's these gents.
0: It was not these gents. Sean never did find the breast massaging machine, but good news—we've got a video of it on our website. It's actually pretty amazing and is maybe the prototype I'm most excited about from this hackathon. It's the thing that, that personally I could have used most. Um, It's got these built in heating and cooling beads and the massaging, it turns out, doesn't just help with those hard plugged ducts. It also helps to increase your milk supply if you're, if you're having problems with that. So um, anyway, after Sean had talked to most of the teams, he found a quiet place to talk to me so we could digest it all. Sean Cole, what have you learned about boobs today?
2: I've learned that they're very, uh, that they're very fragile, tender, magical, uh, givers of life.
0: That sounds so sappy.
2: Well, you know, there, there's more to the boob than I imagined. I don't think of them as being as functional as, as they are. And, uh, I guess I thought that um breast pumping was just a fact of life that was going to kind of suck but that it's just like a temporary inconvenience. I mean, yeah. I didn't think of I didn't think of I didn't think of breast pumping as a nightmare. I just thought it was just like, eh, it's I don't like it." But, you know, it it makes it it's more convenient because it means I can I can uh give breast milk to my husband and he can he can feed the tykes.
0: So, you know, I sent you in there feeling skeptical that the experience of being milked could be made much better. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Am I wrong?
2: Yeah, you're totally wrong. It could totally be made much better in a number of different ways. It can be made quieter. It can definitely be made more comfortable. It can be made like more hidden so that you don't feel the stigma of, of doing it in public. Um
0: like it's a nice idea in concept but like like am i going to be able to let down on a city bus you know mm-hmm. surrounded by strangers well that's
2: the thing i mean that's the other that's the other thing that it apparently you know i mean not that <laughs> not that i have any experience talking about this heretofore um but that's the other thing that needs to be hacked as people uh people's attitudes toward women expressing milk out of their boobs you know what i mean like mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel like you would not be that stressed and that it would be easier to let down if you weren't wondering what was going through everybody else's minds right?
0: Yeah well thanks so much for doing this
2: Sean. Okay my doll I'll talk to you soon. Bye Sean
0: Cole is a producer at This American Life. Poor guy is still looking for that breast massager
2: looking for the breast massaging people looking for the breast massaging people
0: The Breast Massaging People's Compression Bra is called Helping Hands. You can check out the video of it in action at LongestShortestTime.com. If you go to the blog post for this episode, um, episode 40, you can find pictures of the hackers at work and links to the winners of the whole hackathon. And there's even this really, really amazing thing. There is a link to a 3D printable part that would make your Medela pump in style safely shareable this pump is the most shared pump and it is the least safe to share because of basically milk backwash that that winds up in there and bacteria and 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 it's not a great idea to share it but this part that they made at the hackathon makes it totally shareable very exciting the hackers you heard sean talking to in this story were christy johnson susan thompson and liz levkovsky I had so much fun doing this story with Sean that we've decided to bring more childless men onto the show. We've got all kinds of ideas of how to make use of these childless men, but we want to hear your ideas too. Leave them in the comments on the blog post for this episode. Again, that's episode 40. We also want to know how you'd change the pump. So go there and tell us. Reminder here, New York and Brooklyn Moms, tickets are on sale for our Speed Dating for Mom Friends event. That's at the Bell House on October 22nd. We will match you up with your perfect mom friend while you drink wine. Sounds good, right? There is a link to tickets at our website. This podcast is a production of The Longest Shortest Time and WNYC. The show is produced by me, Hilary Frank, and Joanna Solitaroff. Jim Briggs is our engineer. Our theme music is by the Batteries Duo. Special thanks to Chris Bannon, Jonathan Menhivar, Nancy Holtzman, Tal Achituv, Rekha Murthy, and Jessica Franklin, who posted the Talking Breast Pump thread in our Facebook group to begin with. Thanks to all of you who recorded yourselves mimicking your breast pumps. Our collection of Talking Pumps was produced in collaboration with WNYC's New Tech City. Find them at newtechcity.org. Okay, people, good news. We have been the number one kids and family podcast in iTunes for a couple weeks now. Thanks to you. We want to stay there and and it's not easy. We, We need you to do two simple things. Number one, subscribe to the show in iTunes, even if that's not how you listen. Number two, while you're there, write us a review. These things really, really do help us. I'll be back with a new episode in two weeks at 3 a.m. And now you can get it six hours earlier by subscribing to our newsletter. Just go sign up at our website. Sign up. Sign up. Sign up. Sign up. Can you hear it? I think I can hear it. And as always, if you have a story of a surprising struggle in early parenthood that you'd like me to consider for this podcast, go to longestshortesttime.com and submit your story. I hate my pump right now.